0: What's up TATP listeners and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast. This is a podcast that is all about how we can keep on making everyday technology more accessible for disabled people as well as giving tips to technology companies as to how they can keep on making their technology more accessible. And where I also sometimes do unboxings, reviews, tutorials. So yeah, it's everything about technology but just through the accessibility viewpoint. If you like the podcast however and you are enjoying what you're listening to, you can follow the podcast by searching for it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, on Google Podcasts and on Spotify and I do also have a YouTube channel called PL Tech Reviews, which is where you can find video versions of the main audio that appears in these episodes, because that is what all of them basically are. However, I do hope to have another channel up with more content where I will be doing some video versions of these podcasts on the channel, the Accessible Technology Podcast on YouTube. So yeah, that's where I hope to get some of these covered in video format in the near future. But yeah, I just need to find the time at the minute, but it will be up eventually. I do also have the Patreon, where I'm also thinking of releasing early releases of all of those video podcasts. But yeah, you can find the Patreon by just going into the link below, and I will hopefully have all of that sorted out soon. In this episode, however, we're going to be carrying on with my reviews of iOS software. And in this episode, we're going to be covering my review of iOS 17 for the iPad. Just to repeat for this episode, iOS 17 is basically a new operating system for. Apple devices, but uh, in this episode I basically review all it from the accessible viewpoint. Anyway, hope you enjoy it and I'll catch up with you from the end. But now let's jump straight into my review. So I'm starting off with the lock screen that's now possible for you to make your ipad more personal by creating something that is fully customized to your taste you can choose between apples new astronomy screen savers or the kaleidoscope screen savers but what is really cool about the The Lidoscope screensavers is that it will animate each time you rotate your iPad. But I will notify you that your iPad will not do this if you choose any of the astronomy options. To set all of this up, all you'll have to do. Swipe right down from the top of the screen until your lock screen is completely covering everything you saw a moment ago, and then you have to hold on the lock screen until the display disappears and brings up a screen that has the words cushion Optimize on it, tap, press Optimize, and you be shown two different options which is lock screen or the home screen. And what we want to do in this case is just tap the lock screen. You can now choose whatever photo you want to use, including live photos. Little noise so you can use slow motion perfect when you open your iPad but if you would like to customise it further you can customise the style of text you have as well by just tapping if you would like to change the colour of the text or the shade of it you can do that by just tapping the colour you want and sliding the slider back and forth which will make it lighter on one side and darker on the other. But that's not all that you can do with iOS 17 for the iPad because you also have the ability to add widgets. To your lock screen as well. So if you fancy making your lock screen more fancy, covered and just with the screen savers, you can add widgets to it by just swiping down to the lock screen like you did before. But after you tap customize you just have to go over to the option that will say add widgets that will bring up a window with a load of different widgets and all you have to do after is to tap or drag the option you want if you want to add it to the lock screen However, if you'd also like to add interactive widgets to your home screen, you can add them by just holding down your finger or stylus or track. Add button. Then by going up to the plus button, the same window that you have seen earlier will come up. And yet again, you can add them by just tapping or dragging. My favourite thing to do with these widgets and adding them to the home screen is that, you honest, they have a whole lot more space to play with than you have on the lock screen. And you can add widgets as well. If you want to you launch YouTube, to play your favourite podcast or radio programme, to turn on light bulbs or anything if you have smart home devices that you have plugged in and a lot more. Moving on to the new version of Messages, this new version of Messages for the iPad, has the same iMessage features as you have on macOS, Sonoma, and the iPhone version of iOS 17, which, like both of the previous examples, you can start using and start accessing all your. Message apps by just tapping the plus button. Check him. It's the same on the iPad version as it is on the phone and Mac version, and you also have the same swipe up feature. You can also create your own stickers by in live photos and photos into stickers but like i said in all of my other videos the only thing that i would really like to be improved with the message features is that i would love to be able to access all those versions and features in water and be able to send them all in water, but that should be in place come the end of the year. You also still have access to all the new features and FaceTime time as well. And features. time will still let you record a video or audio message when someone message your FaceTime call. And like the other versions of FaceTime over on the Mac and the phone, you can also still react with your hands, which will then make augmented reality the effects appear on the screen. But like what I said in my other videos, this is something that I really hope can change because not everyone is able to use their hands or arms all of the time. So that's really where I did option to do that could be more useful. The stage manager has also been updated with options that allow you to resize windows on your workspace when you're sharing your screen with others. One thing that is completely new to this version of iOS, however, is the new health as it has finally managed to make its way over after years of only being available on Apple Watch and the iPhone? You can look over which details in your favourites, review trends, and highlight and use interactive charts or when they are, but it's also possible to create meditation reminders to track your period cycle and to log symptoms from your iPad, although that also might only be useful to you you have an Apple Watch, an only mental health feature that will help you reflect on your state of mind while also throwing valuable insights and what might be contributing to it. I wonder how much of logging will be linked to social media, but you can Also access the standardised assessments as well that are usually used in clinics to understand your risk of depression and anxiety, which will be very good for people with mental health. Elsewhere, in the health app you can also find a feature that will involve your iPad telling you what sort of distance is the healthiest to hold your device at, and that is also the one that is available on the iPhone. But nonetheless, while this is all good, I would like shades to be added to the medication part sort of the app, as there's a few medications that I get that come in Sassy form although it is good that I can get medication reminders in it. There's good news for you if you are a student, how does the in this update that will help you collaborate a whole lot easier. Like the uh, phone account Mac versions, you can load PDFs into the notes app, turn pages on the PDF like it's a a performer and make no tone using an Apple pencil as you can get real-time update thanks to live collaboration which will let you see can updates update the person you're collaborating with makes on their on iPad but about this the size by all means sounds impressive, it could be even more impressive if it could be extended over not notes although it might already be possible and I will send out other updates if it is wow. Putting this video together, I have read some guides on how to collab yet on a note. If someone and some of them do claim we can't currently collab yet together on locked notes, it will be more serious for some people. If so this is the case, it does create a few problems for people who are in serious jobs well confident. see other day, and cases are serious, such as investigating. And the reason I bring this up is for lawyers who or collaborating with someone, journalists who are collaborating on a story, and researchers who are collaborating on stories as sources and other bits of information from people and those occupations have to be protected as someone he plans to move into political journalism and some other work projects and in other industries. It works better for me to keep my own notes locked. And these things will have to be advanced depending on how many other people collaborate in those industries exactly the same as the versions of iOS 17 that are coming to the iPhone and Mac. You can create profiles and settings that will help you separate your browsing into similar and tabs and you'll also get more relevant search suggestions the more enhanced personal private pricing the ability to order the fel- verification code you receive in mail as well as password and passkey selling. Like macOS Sonoma and IOS seven thing for the iPhone, the keyboard has also been advanced with a new version of Autocraft, which is a lot more advanced than it was in the past. So you also see predictions appearing in the lines just like how they appear in the lines on my like function marks Macs. And all you have to do if you want to finish the line is to tap or click the space bar or, or to tap or click enter. The free format that came to the iPad last year has been updated to include new drawing tools, including a colour brush, a calligraphy pen, a highlighter and a variable pen, which can even be used with a willow, But you can also show hands or shapes and watch the path shapes snapping to please thanks to shape mission, and it's also possible to share your screen with others thanks to the new follow along feature and like the iPhone and the Mac it's also possible to set up Siri so that you can use it just by saying Siri instead of hey Siri. Although it is possible to go back into your settings and to change this. You'll have access to the same privacy and security features as we have on the iPhone and the Mac, which will include the ability to blur out any sensitive notifications that you don't want to see. But you'll also be able to improve permissions and have even more control over what you can share, which you can enjoy even more with the expanded lockdown mode. So there's a lot to react to here. But the first thing that I really like is how you can customize the lock screen because everything is extremely easy to do even if you're disabled. I feel the same way about the widgets you can add to the lock screen because it is also extremely easy to add them. But something I would really like to be changed is if you have the ability to add some widgets to the left side of your string, and some to the right because you can currently only use one. However, the feature I love most of all is how you can turn your life photos into live stickers because of how little is required to do it and how you can also do the same with photos. The fact that you just have to open your messages app to tap the plus button and then tap stickers makes it really accessible like what I said in my review of Mac OS Sonoma and iOS 17 for the iPhone, the only thing that could be improved would be if you could do all of this in Russia as well. everything else, however, I feel pretty much... The same way a boy but yet again i would make an exception for the health app. and i would also apply the same criticism to the iPad version of facetime as i've applied to the other version why is it no one thinks about people they can't use their arms or hands until people bring it up. IPad OS 17 and is available on the iPad Mini 5th Gen and later, the iPad 6th Gen and later, the iPad Air 3rd Generation and later, the iPad Pro 11 and first, and later the iPad Pro 10.5 and later the iPad Pro 12.9 and second, and later, and whatever I had come out in the next year. So what are your thoughts about iOS 7.10 for the iPad? Do you like everything it has to offer? Or are there things that you dislike about it? Well, if you would like to pass on your thoughts to me, you can pass on everything you think about everything by giving this podcast a review wherever you listen to your podcasts on. Whether that is Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible on Google Podcasts or on Spotify. Although, of course, Google Podcasts is going to be shut down later on in 2024, at which time you will only be able to listen. To this podcast, if you still like the Google brand via YouTube podcasts, but yeah, please make sure to give me a review on that if you'd like to. However, you can also pass on your thoughts by going over to the contact pages over on my PLT reviews. .co.uk site where you can give me your thoughts via the contact page or you can also give me your thoughts as well by just going over to the contact page on my com site which is the site that I use to promote some of the journalism areas that I'm also trying to get into and that I hope to be updating again soon. In the next episode, we are going to hear tutorials on how to do stuff in iOS 17. I have read me become a little bit more difficult for me to update this podcast three times a week in future although I do hope to try and make all of that as regular as possible as I can even if I do start work in the next few weeks anyway but anyway thanks for listening to this podcast. If we have listened to it, and thanks for all of the support. This is Steve Slow with the Accessible Technology Podcast, Right.